This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal preview show. Our show looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture as always, joined by some of the members from our Discord server. Very happy to be looking ahead to Arsenal's game against Crystal Palace in the Premier League. I'm not looking forward to having to wait so long for it. Of course, Arsenal play their game on Monday night. Uh, night games at Palace, they've been mixed for us. I've seen some terrible defeats in the evenings at Palace. I've also seen some very good successes as well. Last season in particular, after we kicked off the Premier League season with a 2-0 win there, uh, was really, really important. Gabriel Martinelli scoring the opening goal, Bakaya Saka forcing an own goal for the second. Hopefully, I'd take a match of that score on right now if you if you offered it to me. So, uh, very, very looking forward to hopefully seeing that repeated. Let's bring in our guests for today's show. Joining us, first of all, is Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm good. It's been a while, but it's good to be back in a relatively new season. And yeah, bring it on. Absolutely. Did you enjoy your uh, your holidays? Mallorca, was it? Yeah, I went to a nice holiday in Mallorca. But yeah, I was about to obviously go to your live show and I'm gutted I missed it. My flight got delayed by 27 hours. So <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a lot of fun. That is but... pretty bad. <laughs> wasn't ideal there, but Did yeah. Is reason? Is it like weather or something there are about five different reasons no one really knows so okay yeah okay fair enough about it really (laughs) but your show was great yeah uh well i can get a man who can tell you how good it was because he's joining us this evening it's marcus they do marcus evening afternoon tom and everyone yeah you enjoyed the uh, the live event it it was a great great night and i have to thank the sat nav crew of peeny ween and matt g for getting me there and getting me back after so but yeah fantastic night and great to meet yourself and uh your good lady and all the other members so yeah great night tom yeah it was really really good and speaking of which we're going to be releasing the uh the edited version of the the live show this evening it's going to be going out about nine o'clock tonight so uh that's uk time so in just four just under four hours time uh you'll be able to watch that back and see dan what you missed um in person Amazing. but uh, yeah it's certainly worth 
certainly worth catching up. We obviously talked a lot about the Nottingham Forest game, yes, but then there's a really good part two extended section with a, a good fun game and uh, lots of Q&A stuff as well. So worth checking out as well. Uh, and finally, we're also joined by Garrett. How are you doing, Garrett? You good, Joel? Yeah, very good, very good. I'm glad to be back on there for the new season. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this one. Absolutely. Speaking of which, I think, Garrett, we should jump right into things. Crystal Palace away. Uh, I think they, they managed to get a victory in their opening game of the season. And they've also managed to keep hold of Michael Elise as well, um, who snubbed Chelsea rather embarrassingly. Uh, I don't think he's fit, though, uh, for this game. I don't think he's going to be available. Um, but it doesn't mean that Palace aren't always going to be a threat. How do you view them without the presence of Wilfred Zaha now? I think Zaha was always a threat, but um, kind of maybe in his absence, kind of Eze has really come into his own. I think um, you know we've kind of seen over the last few months, like kind of the end of last season and preseason, he's been doing great things. So he's always a threat. Um, no, Zaha is a weird one. You know, he's kind of been a a staple there for so long. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, mixed memories at uh, at Salhurst Park, but hopefully we can uh, make some more good ones on Monday. Yeah, Dan, did you get to see any of their opening game against Sheffield United? They won one nil, uh, a goal from Odson Eduard, who of course is kind of their leading guy now. Eze's the man in behind. Jeffrey Schlup on the left. Are you on the right in the absence of Elise? And then they've got Lerma, who come in this summer, of course. Decore, who they signed the previous summer. Mitchell Gehi, Anderson, and Ward in the back line. They've not really changed all that much. It looks a very similar side. If I was a Palace fan, I'd probably a little bit frustrated with a lack of uh, kind of first-team signings. But what do you make of them? To be honest, I didn't watch the game, but I saw on like some of the stats and I think they had 24 shots on goal or something. But mm. does that say more about Sheffield United? I guess we'll yeah. find... 24 shots that. on target is what they had. <laughs> yeah, we'll find more about that tonight against Nottingham Forest, who looked mm. okay against us. Oh! Oh, he's reminded me. Oh, the fantasy reminder. Yeah, have you not done oh, your fantasy I did, yeah. yet? Yeah. Am I am I out of time? I don't think so. I think I've got how long? Oh, I've got to six be, fifteen. I can sort yeah. that after the show. Thank you for reminding as me, Dad. As long as we that's can all be uh, Ojo, then that's all good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's always the uh, the bottom line is we've got to try and be yeah. Ojo as, as much as possible. Exactly. Um, King's obviously taking charge of our fantasy commentary in our Discord server, so uh, make sure in, you've joined the league. I have got the code if you would like to join us. I think I've got it down here. There it is. If you want to join our open TGT league, not the members <coughs> one, but the people one, uh, you can go to that code there to uh, to get in. Uh, Marcus, how are you feeling ahead of this first away game of the season? Um, it is a tough place to go, especially in the midweek. Why, why is it we all seem to have the, the midweek fixtures, especially on a Monday, against these teams? He said, mm. if somebody in the FA doesn't like us, I oh, know they don't, do they? Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I know we'll go into prediction scores later, but it's going to be, I think, only a goal in this one. Since Hodgson took back over, you know, their form improved. Maybe that's why they didn't change much. They had a good, solid team, finished the season well. No Zahar is like, wow, I'll keep looking out for him on Monday night, thinking, well, when's he going to do something? So it's, it'll be strange, but yeah, still a tough fixture. I, I really genuinely think that's like 50% of their threat gone. Yeah. I know that's me tempting fate somewhat, but I just feel he was that important to yeah. that team um, that it's like half of the threat that they posed gone. But as Dan pointed out, 24 shots, 68% possession against Sheffield United. But it's fair to point out, we'll wait until the game against Forest to see if that was more so 
Sheffield United are quite bad or <laughs> Palace are actually better than maybe we're giving them credit for. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, moving it more to Arsenal, Garrett, of course, Urian Timber, uh, or Jurian Timber, I should say, after being battered in the comment section for not pronouncing the J. Um, I think that his absence will obviously be felt for the course of, of the whole of this season, sadly, and we'll kind of re- recollect ourselves for 24-25 when Timber can play again, potentially. But how do you view his absence affecting us in this fixture? In this fixture, um, I don't think we should be too badly affected. Like, if I'm not wrong, Zinchenko is back in training. Um, no, he played in the uh, the behind closed doors game against yeah. Luton, so yeah. So you'd assume he should be ready for Monday. Um, once again, I don't attempt fate with that, but uh, you'd hope so. Um, so I don't think it should affect us in this game. I think we'll really feel the loss of Timber. I suppose if we don't buy someone as we kind of progress into the season, so say you know kind of towards the back end, really, if we don't get someone. But to be honest, I think we will get someone. Um, I mean, the Timber injury was pretty heartbreaking. To be honest, I mean. Got 47 minutes of him in the Premier League. And then, you know, he's gone for the season. So, yeah, heartbreaking so freely. Yeah, it's really, really gutting. And it's interesting to have a look at who we've gone for in our different lineups. So we've all, actually, there is every single one of the options we could use at left back is featuring, spoiler alert, in all of our lineups in a little bit. So I look forward to discussing who we've gone for in those choices. Um, but Dan... Obviously, elsewhere on the field for Arsenal, we are emboldened by the fact that unlike Palace, we have made some significant improvements to the squad. Timber was one of them, but Rice has come into his own and has looked really good. And then there's the kind of the enigma that is Kai Havertz uh, and how we should include him. In away games, are you kind of a little bit, and I think this is what a lot of people feel, is that maybe these away games are where you're not going to see Havertz as much and maybe he's eased more into the home games where you've got kind of the, the home support, buoyancy, all of that stuff. Do you think that's fair? Maybe. I think the games where Arteta knows that we're going to be on the front foot, hmm. we're allowed, we, can, we can afford to play Havertz in that eight. But I think when we're away from home, probably be on the counter a bit, not entirely sure how the game's going to go. Hmm. I think maybe it's not worth risking Havertz in that midfield and I'd rather stick more defensively but who's to say Havertz can't be our number nine because we've seen that done before even in the last what, 20 minutes of the Forest game that happened um, now I quite like I do like Havertz it's weird because I hated him at Chelsea but he's <laughs> it, it's great that's he's just what that me. shirt does mate that's just you know anyone pulls yeah. on that shirt pure hatred exactly. you know <laughs> yeah no I do I quite like him he gives us something else he gives us versatility as well um, so I, I, I'm excited to see, but the main one is Declan Rice. I think he transforms our our team, our midfield, our team. I just think defensively we look a lot more. I don't uh, what's the word? It's just secure. We, we, I'm I just feel safe in the, in terms of when Palace might push us. Declan Rice is there. William Saliba's there. Gabriel hope maybe will be there. I feel a lot safer that we won't just not be able to make that tackle whereas Declan Rice will make it and then he'll pass it to Saka and there's an attack so I'm I'm quite excited to see that more and more this season and develop as well The away games are I think going to be really intriguing of how this squad in particular how we combat it I'd like to see Partey and Rice in the midfield and we're going to come on to to line up shortly I know that we've all gone 
with that, I think those those two partnering one another in the midfield. Because um, I think having Marcus, that level of industriousness, if you like, so that we are away from home, you need a little bit of grit, uh, a little bit of fire. And having both Partey and, and Rice in the midfield surely gives us so much more control than we've had in previous seasons. Yeah, definitely. I mean, P- Palace are one of the teams that can get quite physical as well. So as much as I see us having a lot of all lot of possession going forward, you know, as they're coming back, we're going to need a bit of physicality in the middle of the pitch. And um, I can't remember it was the the tackle Rice made against Man City. That's just the sort of thing you want to see when he just came back and Bernardo Silva. The ball I think it was. Silver, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that that was just a, that's just what I want to see. In the old days when it was particularly under Emery, when the people have run through us and it was just like open floodgates and go. But yeah, that still's needed. Palace definitely they can get physical. Because um, I think we always are a bit susceptible to the break and very reliant on Saliba, who, yeah, seeing him back last week was amazing. He's just, just such a fantastic defender, reader of the game. So, yeah, yeah, Party and Rice, I think this sort of game fits in. Havertz will come in as and when sort of necessary. Yeah, I think as well that he'll be used in a multitude of positions, Havertz, and we might see him in the midfield for certain games if we know we're going to dominate. I'm not sure that Crystal Palace away is one of those games, but who knows? Arteta has kind of surprised at times and did that with that Partey at right-back situation that we saw. Gary, do you feel that that Partey right-back experiment was because we were at home against a team we were expected to dominate and because we had Timber able to play on the side? Would you be surprised to see him do that again in this fixture? Yeah, I think it was very much down to the circumstances. Um, I think it was just a favourable match to do it. Um, you know, with all due respect to Forrest, um, it is kind of the game to try it. I mean, I don't think... I, I would be very surprised if we tried that away at Southerners Park. Um, mm. It's a very different atmosphere. Um, and I think it did work um, to some degree. I just think sometimes the spaces Partey was roaming around in, you know, it was easier for him to get caught out. So, no, I I, I don't think he'll he'll go for it this time around, no. I agree uh, to some extent, but you know, Arteta's got a way of surprising us, so you never know what he's going to do. Um, let's go to lineup, starting with yours, Dan. Um, talk us through your selection, your reasons as to why, mate. Well, I've kept Ramsdale in goal. Who knows? We might see David Rea, but I doubt it. I think Rea will come in for the first Champions League game and all the cup games and then see how that works out. I'm putting mm. Ben White back into right back. I think last season, the kind of the relationship between White and Saka was probably the best in the league. And I just want to see that again. I know we kind of got that against Forrest because Ben White kind of went to right back almost and Saliba was already centre-back. But I think let's keep it White at right back. Saliba and Gabriel, they need to be that partnership. But it it did work against Forrest. And that's the thing. Whatever Arteta seems to do, it works. But I can imagine Gabriel will come back in. And I've gone for Tommy Asu left back instead of Zinchenko, just because I think I want Zinchenko to be absolutely 100% fit. And I, I'd rather Zinchenko maybe comes on for 20 minutes at the end of a game rather than starts the game. So I've gone for Tommy Asu there. I think Partey and Rice in midfield. I think Marcus, as you said, it's going to be, we're going to need to be a lot more aware physically uh, with this Palace side. So I think that should kind of work in that work in that way and then Odegaard just yeah he's just so good on the ball it's just great to see and then Saka my star star boy that goal against Forest I was out on my seat just <laughs> unbelievable yeah I would it's be if I wasn't shot. trapped by a laptop table I would have been out on my seat <laughs> <laughs> well, I was what I was watching on my phone here in Mallorca so 
you can imagine what that was like. My mm. phone, it kind of went out my hand. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it's not even a shock anymore. Saka does this and he can go on his right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right for left foot, it's just, it's just such a good player. We're so lucky to have someone like that. From our academy as well, it's just unbelievable. And then you think he's so good. We've got Martinelli who does that, does these great assists. It's just brilliant as well. Um, and then I think in Ketia, because he scored a goal week one, it seems clear that Arteta seems to favour him, especially he seems to be doing it in training by the sounds of what Arteta's saying. So I think Kim, give him another go. Uh, I, I do like Trossard, which I'm seeing a lot in the chat, but I don't know where he fits into this starting eleven. I was going to say that to you. I mean, not, I, uh, I, I know that there's like, I've been on the record saying I feel like you have to get him in. But if Nketia starts and scores in the first game, surely you want to build that momentum with him playing. Exactly. But, I mean, we also could have said that, that Trossard scored the kind of equaliser in the cup. Why didn't he yeah. get the chance? But keep the same team. And, look, if Trossard comes in, then great. But I I like this team that we've got. I like the work rate that Nadine Nketia puts in. And if it's not working at 60 minutes, bring on Trossard. Like, mm. I, I feel like Trossard is also better from the bench. I feel like Eddie and Ketty is a lot better starting. Because we, has he scored a goal coming off the bench yet? Uh, I mean, he has when he scored, like, I remember the goal against Norwich in like the League Cup, but yeah, but Premier League, like the last, yeah, exactly. So I think he's part of this team, and then we've got players to come off. I, I love Smith Rowe as well, but we can't fit him in to be honest. But mm. he could come off as well, and Reese Nelson, even. But yeah, that's that's my team. Indeed. Marcus, talk us through yours, my friend. Yeah. Um, went for Ramsdale in goal. Uh, right, right back. I think the party experiment, it works when you've got a lot of possession, but eventually Forrest woke up and just started to attack with pace at mm. party. And so, um, yeah, I think back to good old faith with right back of uh, White, Saliba, as I already said, amazing, phenomenal player. Gabriel, don't know what's going on with him, whether he was just sort of left out tactical, as Mikel said, or is there any truth in any of these rumours and he's maybe unsettled? I don't know, but I'd still stick with him the left side. I was torn. I was going to go for Tommy Asu, but I thought, you know what, let's get Zinchenko in. And if he comes in, he's my star man because, you know, he, he's such a great motivator. He does things that no other left-back can, probably unfortunately, apart from Timber. Um, note as well, Tom, you might want to get him out of your fantasy team tonight. He's already um, out. He's already out. I don't know what I'm in. i look. <laughs> I think I brought in Rico Henry. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I did. I did bring in Rico Henry, yeah. There we go. Um, midfield, yeah, as I said, Rice and Party for that bit more sort of steely midfield. Odegaard has to play in. Uh, on the left, Martinelli. Saka on the right, who I saw earlier, 
actually, if he plays, starts, he matches our, league, our record for most Premier League games on the trot. I was surprised he's going to match, though. That wasn't the name I expected. I assume you know, Tom. Anyone help out, Dad? I can see you on the edge of your seat. Is it Kim Kallstrom? <laughs> oh, yeah, not quite. But anyone that went on the BBC website would know. It's actually Paul Merson. Which I would never put. Um, I'm for the chat book to pop up. Otherwise, you're all equally as guilty as a lack of knowledge there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was, it, was, it was the BBC report. I can't take the paper that. Up front, I went back and forth on this one. But I, I probably should have gone for Eddie starting. Because Eddie scores when he starts. Trossard scores off the bench. But I was just... Yeah, Trossard, he just he's such a better all-round player. He works well with Martinelli. So I thought I'd bring him. But I think Arteta will play Eddie. But I think I'd prefer Trossard up front. But yeah, it was it was a close call on that one. Lovely stuff. Um, and Zinni, star man? Yeah, yeah. I just think if he's in, you know, that picture says it all. The motivation, the thought of him getting back. Um, probably, yeah, only give him, say, 60 minutes. But I think if he's out there, he's going to be so fired up to return after missing end of last season, missing the pre-season, etc. So maybe it's a bit of a gamble, but yeah, I'm going with Zinni. Garrett, talk us through it, mate. Yeah, so I've gone with Ramsdale Nets, uh, wider right back, Saliba and Gabriel as the centre-back pairing. And then, yeah, Sinchenko brought him back in at left-back. Um, I know it is obviously somewhat more of a risk, I guess, now the Timber's gone. Say, you know, if he wants to re-injure himself, but I'm hopeful that, you know, they're very aware of that and they wouldn't bring him back. Um, and look, you know, obviously this is my team. What I'd like to see, who knows what I've had will do, as we've said, no one really knows. Um, the one thing I was kind of thinking of, though, is Zinchenko and Rice, will they kind of get in each other's way a little bit? Um, I'm not really sure how that'll work. So I'm interested to see that, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, then we've gone with Partey, Rice, uh, Odegaard, Sack on the right, Trossard through the middle. Um yeah, I was much like Marcus, to be fair. I was kind of going back and forth. But I think in order to keep both players happy, you know, Eddie got a start against Forrest. I think Trossard does deserve a start, you know, for his work in the Community Shields, what he does off the bench. I think he deserves a start. Um, so I, I would give it to him here. And, you know, as we've all said, links very well with Martinelli, Saka, and everybody else. So I would like to see it. Whether we will see it or not, I, I doubt it. I, I do think we'll see Eddie and Trossard will come off the the bench um but yeah and then obviously Saka I mean he's just becoming kind of inevitable really off that right hand side um yeah I jumped out of my seat when I saw that goal against Forrest it was it was really something else um and that's just becoming the norm isn't it like you know with both feet the right foot last year you know many times like that one of Leeds I have no idea how that went in it just blasted it through into the top of the net you know those goals are becoming more common so yeah star man for me uh, let's move finally to my team. Uh, a couple of uh, changes to the boys. Uh, I've got McKivior, uh left back. Uh, I just feel as though he adds a little bit more technical ability than Tommy Asu does. And I feel like, you know, if, if it was a case of we were going up against someone that I really thought had the offensive threat, and I know, again, we kind of link back to that game that Palace had against Sheffield United with the amount of goals they scored, but... I feel as though Kivior offers you something that maybe Tommy Asu doesn't in some ways, but I would equally be as happy to see Tommy Asu in there. It's just, uh, you know, I like Kivior quite a lot, and I think that he offers something quite underrated to the team. Um, I did go with Nketiah uh, up top over Trossard. I just think, you know, he scored 
keep the momentum going. If he scores again, keep answering those critics. But like Marcus and, and Garrett, I think Trossard is a fantastic player. And it really does pay me that he's not in my starting eleven. Martinelli was brilliant, you know, against Nottingham Forest. And if he had have had a poor game, it probably would have been Trossard in for Martinelli this one. But Martinelli was on fire. Saka is just too good to drop. Partey, Rice, Odegaard have to start. And with Timber out, it has to be White, Saliba, Gabriel for me. Um, Zinchenko, reason why I didn't go with him is just... If, you know, if we can get him fully back with, say, a sub-appearance, you know, bring him on for the last 30 rather than starting 60, I think that's also fine. And until, like, we're 100% sure, which I don't know if we are, like, we could be, and I just don't know, um, then just be a bit cautious with him. But, uh, yeah, let's let's wait and see what happens. I think whatever happens, it's another showcase of how much depth there is still, even without Tim, you know, getting Zinchenko back is, is great for us. So, yeah, keep it going. But still, I'd like to see uh, a signing come in in regards to the defensive area as well before the window closes. Right, let's go to predictions. And I should tell you that later on this evening, coming out 9 o'clock tonight, you'll be able to watch this, uh, the live show, uh, full of Mike laughing, as you can see there on the image. Uh, plenty of that going on. So make sure you check that out. It's going to be dropping at premiering, so you can jump into a live chat, if you like, alongside it at 9 p.m. UK time. Right, predictions. Dan. I'm going to go for a 2 0 away win. Um, I think we've kept a lot of clean sheets last season away from home um, in comparison to at home. So I think 2 0, and I'm going to go for Bukayo Saka and Eddie Nketiah. I'll do the same as last week. Other stuff. Marcus. Um... I'm torn between 2-0 and 2-1. I think, yeah, I, I know Dan's saying it. You know, we, we're much better defensively away from home. But I've just got a feeling 2-1 in our glorious away kit just for you, Tom. And the scorers will be Trossard and Saka. It will be in the away kit. We are playing in that horrible luminescent <laughs> kit. Uh, the only benefit of it, I think, is that there is a good argument that it stands out enough that we should have no issues spotting one another on the field, so yeah. Um, you're breaking you... Peeny Wynn's heart. You're breaking Peeny Wynn's heart now on the kit. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. The uh, the third kit dropping today, though. Oh, that is. Yeah. Uh... You like it? Yeah, I love it, mate. Do you know? I, what? I, I feel like it's going to clash with the pitch. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, it's just going to see some bobbling heads around. I don't think it's that green, is it? Like. I don't know. I, I assume they're, are they not wearing like the coat that Saliba was wearing in the announcement video that, you know, that'll stand out enough. When, you know, have you not seen the announcement video, Dan? Like it's, it's like a leopard print like coat. I think they're all wearing those for the game. If they can wear sure. them during, during the games, then I'll like it. <laughs> Garrett, prediction, please. Yeah, I'm going to go with a 3 1. Uh, a bit like Marcus, I, 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 I could just see them nicking one goal. Um, and I think our scores will be Rice. I think he was looking dangerous and he was taking shots. So I think he's going to get his first goal. Um, and then I'll say Trossard off the bench and Saka, of course. Lovely stuff. Uh, Rance is going for a 3 0 Havertz, Saliba, and Ketia. Uh, Penny Wynn's going for a 4 4 with a Smith Rowe hat trick off the bench and a Rob Holding screamer. I don't think that's one to put a bet on, though. Uh, Temi as well, another out there prediction 82 0 Saka with 50 goals and 32 assists in the game as well. Uh, no, I did not get the lime green shirt, Greek Crinky. I did, it did not happen and won't be happening, I'm afraid. Uh, Bouty Cool says 4 1 to the Arsenal and 
wins. Amiris is 2-0. Eddie and Trossard, just to make this election easier for Arteta, clean sheet in our first away game. It'd be great if we could get a clean sheet. We got so many last season away from home clean sheets. Hopefully we can do that again this season. Uh, Lucas Chambers says 3-0. Holdini hat-trick again. Just can't see that happening. I'm loving the fanciful predictions, though. And Says is going for a 4-1 win. Saka and Trossard Havertz, Odegaard to get on the score sheet. Um, people predicting Balogun to score. I'm loving this, guys. I'm loving the fact that you're going out there with the predictions. But uh, it's got to be, if we're going to be more realistic, it's got to be 5-0 with Ben White screamers all the way. Like That's that's absolutely the most nailed on of the day. Uh, thank you to my fantastic panel of guests. Please show them plenty of love and uh, affection in the comment section. Dan, thank you so much for your time, mate. Tell people where they can find you. Thank you, Tom, for having me. Just on the Discord. I've got a Twitter. I don't really use it. So, yeah, just on the Discord. Or if you check quite high up in the FPL table, then you'll see me. Goodness. It's the first week, mate. Like you can't you can't be gloated after one week. I bet you've already used like your triple captain or your bench yeah, boost yeah. or something. Feasible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, Marcus, thank you again for jumping on. Much appreciated. Tell people where they can find you. No worries. Uh, similarly, seen in the Discord, Twitter at MJC Guna or at the next live event when it comes on. And I can't wait again, Tom. That went well done on last week. It was a really great night. And uh, even though I was on the v- VIP table with Peeny Weed and that Matt G. <laughs> yeah, Peeny was going straight in, grabbing that yeah, table right at the front already. It's, it was always going to happen. Um, but no, it's fantastic to see you and everybody else as well. And uh, again, if you want to go and watch it, you'll be able to a little bit later on tonight. So make sure uh, you check it out. And lastly, Garrett, thank you so much, mate, for your time. Always great to catch up once again for the brand new season. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, like the other guys, you can find me in the Discord. Um, and yeah, I'd say to anyone else, just join up. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's good fun in there. It's good fun. Lovely stuff. Uh, all the information to join the Discord server so that you can appear on our preview shows is in the link tree down in the description or the click the join button if it appears for you. I know it doesn't really work on iOS, but if you're on your laptop or Android, I think the join button does actually show. So uh, you can try and join through that process as well. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you. Well, I'll see you in the past at nine, but I'll see you in the present tomorrow morning. I suppose that's the future. But uh, yeah, we'll see you then tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. as always uh, have a fantastic evening enjoy the game if you're watching it and of course with all uh, the football going on over the weekend and importantly a world cup final on sunday to look forward to as well cannot wait uh <laughs> Dan, you wait till right at the end to, to get the hats out lovely stuff again i don't have one nearby um i should say that's a good point um just for the moment um our kind of uh embroidery company has had to take a bit of a hiatus because they do a lot of school embroidery for school clothing and with it being the new school year um they're very very busy so they just had to kind of put a bit of a pause on uh merchandise for the moment but as soon as we've got that back i'll be sure to of course let you know but have a fantastic uh weekday evening and uh friday night enjoy yourselves not too much uh stay safe stay well and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.